Hello, what is going on? Welcome to the Alt Music Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Rogan Josh, and it is the first episode of the podcast. So I haven't done a podcast in a few years. I had a few podcasts in gaming uh, running from 2011 to 2014, 2015. Uh, since then, I've gone off and been a Twitch streamer for about two and a half years, but then over this year, I've been doing music content on YouTube, which has been going really well, and that has become the main thing that I'm doing. So I wanted to extend that out into a podcast. So this is the first episode. I uh, hope you enjoy it. going to do something a little exciting today. So for the last six or so years, I have done these music awards uh, just on my Facebook for my friends, where I make up awards for songs and for albums and for different things that happened over the year because the Triple J Hottest 100 uh, comes out around the end of the year and all my friends start to post up all of the the songs that they're voting for and then, you know, you see the, the top 10 and everything and I never know any of the songs and it just, I have no interest. So I decided one year to make up my own awards uh, and every year I've kind of gotten more and more kind of traction on them. And then this year I thought I was going to make a video initially, but then when the idea for the podcast came out, I thought this would be a better way to do it and a great way for me to start the podcast, really. So this is going to be the Rogan Josh Music Awards for 2020. And we're going to kick it off in a minute. Uh, for starters, I just wanted to kind of talk about the year. So 2020, obviously crazy year, uh, craziest year in memory um, and crazy year for me because this year, January 10 my first reaction video came out. So I started seeing reaction videos at the end of last year, beginning of this year. And then I just kind of, as I was a streamer, I already had everything set up to do them. Uh, and January 10, 2020, I did a reaction to the Amity Affliction. Uh, they had a new song called Soak Me and Bleach. And I was like, sweet. All right, let's see what this is like. So I sat down and I just, I just did it. Um, I didn't really think much about it. I just kind of recorded it. And it was immediately uh, blocked completely blocked. <laughs> so the very first video I did, I didn't pause. There were so many things I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't block the video in any way. Like I didn't cover it with anything. I didn't pause the song. Uh, I had my levels wrong. So the song was too loud. My voice wasn't loud enough when I was talking over the top of it. And it's just not a great video. Um, so it's, it's to this day it remained partially blocked. I should probably go back and see if I can dispute that now. Um, but yeah, so starting from January 10th, I started doing music reactions. Uh, and then it was, I did two other just random videos after that. I did Dwellings with their song Lemonade and Vagrants with their song Apathy. And, you know, it was just kind of fine. And then I had a request for a Spirit Box song. So I had never heard of Spirit Box. I had no idea what it was. And it was a request for Bleach Buff. Uh, I actually thought that it was a joke because my first reaction from Abbey Affliction Soak Me in Bleach is where the request came up and I thought that someone just knew of another song that had the word bleach in it, which is like, yeah, hey, why don't you do this one? But it was my first request, so I did it. And then that was my first video that went big. It's, uh, you know, the other videos were lucky to get to 100 views. This one, I think, like, from just immediately got to, like, 500 and blew my mind. And I was like, whoa, and I kind of started getting more requests and it just took off from there. And then I've just... It's been a crazy year of, um, of doing these videos and uh, kind of talking to the community um, through YouTube comments. It's amazing the community you build through YouTube comments. I haven't really found a way to transfer the community anywhere else. I kind of tried Discord, but I don't use Discord enough. 
So that just, yeah, didn't take off the way that I was hoping it would on Discord. I don't use Twitter, so I should probably start there. Anyway, podcast might be the way to do that. So after a year of making videos, I think, so I'm just looking at my page now. In total over the year, I made 185 videos, which is crazy. So I have a full-time job. I've also been a game streamer for the year. I have two kids. I'm married, you know, like running a household as well. Uh, and yeah, I don't know how I've managed to fit these in, but I just really love doing it. So yeah, I've just kind of been finding the time. But anyway, let's get into the awards. So this year, uh, I've got a bunch of awards. I've just written them all down in front of me. It's been a weird year for me in music because one of the things that happened with being a reaction guy on YouTube is I've been saving myself from songs. So normally I jump on every release as it comes out. I love listening through full albums. I've been kind of avoiding a bunch of albums, which sucks. It really sucks, um, avoiding albums and avoiding songs. Uh, a few times it's turned into something awesome. Um, just recently I had the op opportunity to interview the guys from Slaves to do a reaction with them. And that's just because I hadn't just listened to their whole album when it came out. So I had songs left to do a reaction to uh, and other things like that where, you know, Spirit Box and Ginger, I've just had these opportunities to have more songs to react to because I, I'm kind of been really strict with the reactions. It, um, it's really important to me that it's the first time I'm hearing the song whenever I'm doing the video for it. So it's like a real honest live review of the song. But anyway, the first award, I'm going to adjust my chair. Oh, all right. First award for the Rogan Josh Music Awards 2020 New Band of the Year. So this is a band I have never heard of. A lot of their music that I've been listening to over the year is not from this year. Uh, so it's not like, you know, band of the year or whatever, because the stuff I'm listening to isn't even necessarily from this year. But this is my new band of the year that I had no idea existed. And that award goes to Ginger. So Ginger just, I had no idea who they were. <laughs> I had never, ever heard of them. And just out of nowhere, I love them. Like they're kind of this mix between Incubus and Mudvayne with this incredible female vocalist that can sing, can scream. The bass player, Eugene, is incredible. I love him. I said, I've been simping for him for an entire year now. He's just the best. Um, I, you know, he's, he's now one of my like all-time favorite bass players. He's an absolute beast. Uh, and the way that he writes his bass lines in with so much complexity is just amazing. I'm just a huge fan. Uh, the whole band is amazing. They're a four-piece. And the music that they can generate out of that four-piece... Uh, if, you told, if you said it was like a six-piece or a seven-piece, you'd believe it because it is full-on, it's technical, it's got a groove. Uh, they're Ukrainian and they have like this very kind of folky kind of um, vibe to them. And I just, I love that band. So Band of the Year Award for 2020 goes to Ginger. All right, uh, moving on, a bit of a funny one. I'll just throw this one in there. Edge Lord of the Year. <laughs> uh, and this one goes to Corpse. Corpse is a streamer. He has gotten huge because he has a very low voice and he's got a lot of very famous friends in like the streaming YouTube community. And then uh, he seems like a very cool guy and he hides his face. So all people know of him is the voice. So he's shrouded in mystery. And then he also started releasing music. Uh, Ego is Ruining My Life is an amazing song. 
the first time I heard I did a reaction for it that's gone really well. I didn't quite get it when I was first listening to it because I just was not expecting what it is. But I've now listened to it like a hundred times and I love it. I love that song. I show it to friends. I just think it's awesome. So Edgelord of the Year Award goes to Corpse. Uh, all right, award number three. We're up to Best Dude of the Year Award. And for 2020, the Best Dude of the Year Award, it goes to Chris Turner of Ocean's 8 Alaska. So I got a random DM on Instagram from Chris from Ocean's 8 Alaska. And it was just like, hey, can I ask you a question? I replied. I was like, yeah, man. Um, and then he's like, oh, I'd like to work with you on something. I was like, yeah, of course, you know, whatever. And then he's like, can I call you about it? Uh, and I said, how can I call you? Because he's in England. And he said, FaceTime. So he sent me his number. I hit the video call and he wasn't expecting it. And he was like, oh. And then we just kind of were talking. He was talking about his new album that is coming out, solo album. He'd only recorded three tracks that he'd paid for. He was launching an Indiegogo. And we had this incredible talk. About 10 minutes in, I kind of said to him, you know, can, can I use this as part of my video? Can I record this? And he said, yeah. So I hit record. It turned into an interview. Uh, you know, I started talking to him through messages. He's just this amazingly friendly, positive, charismatic, talented guy. And his Indiegogo campaign uh, nailed it, smashed it. He's hit his target. So he now has an album to write. So I'm hoping to work with him on new stuff in the future. Um, just what he did with the community. He contacted a lot of reaction people. He did it so smart. Uh, I watched a few of his interviews with other people as well. And he's just such a friendly and genuine guy. And I think that through contacting the reaction community and getting into the YouTube metal community in that way, I think he's really made himself, uh, made a name for himself. I think that, um, you know, he'll be really well known and beloved for the way he went about it. And I just think he's an awesome dude. So best dude of the year award goes to Chris Turner of a Oceans 8 Alaska. And he has an album coming out, solo album called Steezy, which he now has enough money to go and record. So congratulations, Chris. All right. We are down to moment of the year. So moment of the year, uh, you'll notice that because of the way my year went, we're doing reaction videos. And like I said, I'm avoiding other music. Every song that's on this list, if you've been watching my videos, it's not a surprise because if you've watched all my videos, you have seen all the music I've listened to this year because <laughs> I'm not listening, apart from old stuff, I'm not listening to anything new if it's not in a reaction because I want to make videos. I want to do live reviews. I want to make reaction videos. So uh, to put this list together, it was actually kind of easy. I just went through my videos. And then as I scrolled through the thumbnails, you know, there was a lot that jumped out to me in different ways. And moment of the year, 100% uh, goes to Slaughter to Prevail and their song Demolisher. The moment where Alex Terrible drops the ridiculous growl in the breakdown. The music stops. There's this huge buildup. Everything cuts. And he just drops this like chaotic, terrifying, low growl section in Russian. I think there's something about the fact that it's in Russian uh, and you don't understand, like English speak, speaking people don't understand what he's saying. That makes it so much more ter like terrifying. It's just something about it. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Moment of the year, Slaughter to Prevail, Demolisher. And that one is also, that's my uh, most successful video uh, so far. So had to put it in there, Slaughter to Prevail, Demolisher. Loved that song and that moment was huge. All right, on to the award. And you'll notice that a lot of these award names are silly, but that's the whole idea. I was sick of other award shows, so I just kind of started making up my own. So the next one, 
the Song That Makes Me Cry Every Time Award. Um, if it doesn't make me cry cry, it does really hit me in the feels in my eyes water. And that's a new one. That's a very recent song, Spirit Box and their song Constance. So this one is... <sighs> There was some interviews going around the director of the film clip and the singer Courtney LaPlante, I believe she's Canadian, uh, both have had family members that have had Alzheimer's um, and lost their memory with age. And it is such a horrible thing that happens to people, but it doesn't get the respect it deserves, I think, uh, is kind of how they worded it, because it is such a horrifying, terrible thing. Um, but people just kind of see it as part of life, but they tried to put across how horrible it would be to go through. It's like one of the, you know, people watch horror movies with all these other horrible things that happen to people, but this is something that happens to people all the time. And it, they tried to make it seem as horrifying as it is. And this song just hits something about the song. The chorus is huge. The film clip is haunting. Uh, Courtney's vocals are out of control. The ending is terrifying. Um, yeah. Spirit Box, Constance, go and watch the video. It's unbelievable. Congratulations, Spirit Box. Uh, this is back-to-back -back Spirit Box Awards. So that was the award for Song That Makes Me Cry Every Time Award for 2020. But for the Rogan Josh Music Awards 2020 Bop of the Year Award goes to Spirit Box and their song Holy Roller. These two songs could not be any more different. Uh, Constance is so thought-provoking and powerful and beautiful. Holy Roller is a hell of a good time. It is just heavy, and it is the bop of the year. Uh, go and listen to Holy Roller by Spirit Box. That's a hell of a song. Film clip is very cool as well. Um, it's kind of got that Mayflower. Oh, there's a movie. There's a movie that I feel like the idea is based on. Uh, about like a May festival or something. But yes, a very creepy film clip. Amazing song, Bop of the Year. Congratulations, Spirit Box. Uh, two awards. Must be very proud. <laughs> um, moving on. So I reckon we're about halfway through. I'm just kind of pumping through these. Uh, I don't think that, well, especially this first podcast, probably not going to be very long. My idea, this might be the only one for a while where I am on my own. So I'm going to be interviewing or at least having a rotating chair of guest hosts, uh, most of them friends, but I'm also going to see if I can reach out and get people from other bands and also interview people, all kinds of stuff. But for this first one, I just wanted, I thought it was a good idea to get the awards done uh, and I'll edit it down after this as well. So this one is a test in a lot of ways. And I didn't want to drag anyone else in for this test because who knows how it's going to turn out, but about halfway through and we're up to the Alora Dannon Spirit Awards. So Alora Dannon are a band from Perth that are one of my all-time, like actual, probably top five favorite bands of all time. Uh, that top five right now is probably sitting up there with Linkin Park, Bring Me the Horizon, Alora Dannon, the other two, hard spots to, to fill. But Alora Dannon, just amazing amazing rock band from Perth that uh, broke up. God, incredible band. Uh, and I made up this award because this band is really cool. I love what they do and they're from Perth. So Make Them Suffer uh, released their album How to Survive a Funeral this year. 
And I did reactions for Bones and Erase Me. And both of those songs are huge. Bones probably would have been runner-up for Bop of the Year. That song has a real groove to it. It is insane. And unfortunately, I have avoided the album because I've wanted to do reactions. But one of the things that this uh, setting up these awards has kind of shown me is there's probably four or five albums that I can go and listen to now. Um, there's a nev- you know, there's so much music out there that I don't need to starve myself of new music for the reactions. There will always be songs I haven't heard and, and new videos coming out. So I am definitely going to go and smash through Make Them Suffer's album, How to Survive a Funeral, because Bones and Erase Me are just amazing songs. Uh, really cool metalcore band from Perth. But yeah, big fan from those two songs. And I can't wait to hear more. All right, so congratulations, Make Them Suffer, for the Elora Dannon Spirit Award. All right, next award goes to the Gut Punch of the Year. So this is the most emotional uh, I have been on a video. Uh, this is, you know, Spirit Box won the Makes Me Cry Every Time I Hear It award because of it's just, you know, such a beautiful, powerful piece of music and concept. This one is just a gut punch. This just gets you. So the award goes to The Ghost Inside and their song and video for Aftermath. So The Ghost Inside... Going into the video and going into listening to the song for the first time, I actually had them mixed up with a different band. God, I can't remember the other band now. I had them mixed up with a different band, an Australian band, when I started listening to it. And then as you watch the film clip, they explain the story. They had a horrible car accident years ago. Uh, a few, uh, I think, a, a few of the members, a few people lost their lives in the accident. A lot, the bands were like horribly injured in a, a just really terrible and they uh they kind of put the hot, put everything out there in this video and there is this moment in the video where it turns out they're not on the road but at the time the video kind of makes it seem like the singer is out next like on the side of the highway from where they crashed but he's just gone out to the middle of the desert but there is this scream towards the end of the song where he just lets it all out in this one giant, long, raw, passionate scream. And it seems like he's at the point where the crash is. And then as he does that, and then the song gets real triumphant and powerful and, you know, like really uplifting. And they start showing all this footage of the band in hospital after the accident and then in rehab and like, you know, getting back on their feet. And it... I, I cried. I actually paused to cry and then cut that bit out um, when I was doing the video. Uh, if I had left it in there, I think I'd actually probably be a much bigger YouTube channel right now. But uh, I just didn't want to put that out there. But geez, like that. Gut Punch of the Year. Ghost Inside Aftermath. If you haven't seen it, go and watch that. It's, it's, it's something else. Congratulations for the award, guys. Um, amazing that you've come back and put that out there. All right, the awards continue. Now we're getting down to the album stuff. So there's quite a few album awards here. The first award goes is the Woe As If That Came Out In 2020 award. Uh, and that goes out to an album that this was the last of what I put on here. I was all wrapped up and I was like, wait a second. Dance Gavin Dance, didn't they release an album this year? And Afterburner came out in 2020. Very solid album. Uh, Dance Gavin Dance, 
incredible bands. Uh, it's hard to say if they're a top five because of the amount of changes that they've gone through over the years. But Downtown Battle Mountain is one of my albums of all time, like a top five album. But yeah, Afterburner came out this year. Great album. Dance Gavin Dance, congratulations for winning the Woe As If That Came Out in 2020 award for this year. All right. Uh, album of the year that came out too early in the year award. So this is a great album that came out, but it just came out so early that I can't, you know, I listened to it and then I kind of moved on to other music and I still listen to it every now and again, but it just, it came out too early. And by the time the awards roll around, it's hard to remember how cool it was. But the award for album of the year that came out too early in the year goes to Polaris and their album, The Death of Me. And it's really funny because these guys a few years ago actually stole the album of the year award. I forget which year it was, but um, their album came out at the end of the year and stole the album of the year award, award from A Lot Like Birds, which in retrospect uh, was a much, much more important album to me and definitely should have remained as album of the year for that year. But Polaris just came out right at the end of the year and that's what I was listening to when I did the awards. So this year... Uh, sucked in boys you get album of the year that came out too early in the year death of me is a sick album masochist and hypermania were the first two singles that came out uh, masochist has zach from dream on dreamer in the film clip and it's a awesome film clip amazing song very cool album congratulations um all right getting down to the the last couple of awards here album of the year that i haven't listened to so this is one of those ones, like I was saying before, this is an album that came out this year, but I've only done two reactions to, and I didn't even realize the rest of the album was released. So I'm just going to go and listen to the whole thing. And that is Like Moths to Flames, No Eternity in Gold. So they've released two, actually three videos, but I haven't listened to Year of the Moth yet. But Habitual Decline and Selective Sacrifice are two of the best songs for me of this year they're just my style to a t full of energy full of talent incredible uh, song structures great songwriting some really tricky stuff in their songs they they do uh pre-chorus roll to choruses incredibly well uh very technical very cool very good band so album of the year that i haven't listened to goes to like monster flames no eternity in gold because those two songs are two of my favorite songs this year and i'm there's a whole album of that that I just haven't heard yet. Congratulations. Album of the year that I haven't listened to. Like Monster Flames. All right. Now for the serious ones. There's four awards left. We've got album of the year runner-up and album of the year. Then we have song of the year runner-up and the big one song of the year. Okay. So album of the year runner-up. This one goes to just a incredibly consistent band uh, that have come back this year with a new singer after a lot of drama and have hit it out of the park with just a very solid, cool release. And that is Slaves with their album To Better Days. Uh, I actually had an interview with Matt and Colin from Slaves. Colin's one of my favorite bass players and it was so good to talk to him. Um, Matt, very cool guy. And he is like real famous because he was on The Voice. So just being able to like chat to him and he was just such a down to earth dude, very cool, was great as well. Um, but yeah, uh, my idea for them, which it turned out was their idea as well, but they weren't allowed to, was because they're changing their name through Black Lives Matter. There was a poll for them to change their name from Slaves. The original idea was Johnny called it Slaves because we're all like 
slaves to our demons and addictions and different, you know, devices and things. Um, but you know, there's just too much, there's just too much with that name. Uh, you just, yeah, you can't do it. So they are changing the name and their idea was to call this album Slaves to Better Days by the new band name. And they weren't able to for whatever reason, but that was the original idea. But in the end, they had to just uh, release it as Slaves, album name to Better Days, sick album, post-hardcore rock, alt-rock. I loved it. Just consistent from start to finish. And there is a song on it that I haven't heard yet. <laughs> it's so good that it is album of the year runner-up and there is an acoustic song on it that I haven't heard yet. So that tells you how good an album that is. I am absolutely loving it. So that puts us to album of the year. Album of the year for 2020, Rogan Josh Music Awards. Bring Me the Horizon, Post-Human Survival Horror. This, it's an EP. It's not even an album, but I make up my own rules for these awards. So it wins. Oh, it is giant not only does it include ludens which was my song of the year in my awards last year it's non-stop wall-to-wall amazing cool fresh songs with like sick featured artists cool ideas a great concept it's a concept ep it's just so good uh album of the year very much deserved bring me the horizon post-human survival horror They put out a lot of videos. It was super anticipated for me because I was watching all of their studio diaries. They recorded, they wrote and recorded this whole thing themselves from lockdown uh, and not lockdown together. So it was all through Skyping and video calling and sending files back and forth. And Jordan like was producing it and just unbelievable effort. Album of the year, very well deserved. I loved it. This week, actually, I am putting up reactions day after day leading up to Christmas of every song off of that EP. And it just blew me away. Uh, Yeah. Congratulations, album of the year. Bring Me the Horizon, post-human survival horror. Time for the big awards. These these are the big ones. I'm going to have a quick drink. I'm so excited about these. Song of the year, runner-up. I love this song. This one uh, copped a fair bit of heat because the band is changing their style, not even that much. I find it super refreshing and I loved it. The song is Architects Animals. I'm a massive Architects fan. Holy Hell was my album of the year last year. Um, Just long time, massive Architects fan. And I think that Animals is an amazing progression from Holy Hell I don't think it's a giant jump. I think it fits right in with the way that they've been moving. I love the sound of it. Uh, it's very similar to the style that Bring Me The Horizon are moving into. These guys have always had very similar styles. They're all friends. They all like the same stuff, so it just makes sense. Um, but yeah, just a sick song. It's like, I'm a massive Nine Inch Nails fan. I used to like uh, the band Orgy as well. So when you put industrial sound into like, the highest quality of metalcore, I'm all in. And that song is just always in my head. The chunky lead riff. And then when they just drop off for Sam's vocals, uh, just great song, great song. Song of the year, runner up. Congratulations, Architects, with their song Animals. Very good. 
very excited for the album when it comes out. And it's time for the big one. Uh, I don't think it's any surprise. Anyone that knows me knows what this is. Song of the year. There's no competition. There's nothing. All, like everything else I've noticed, these are all my favorite songs of the year. Everything else that I've mentioned in this podcast. But uh, song of the year, far and away, Eskimo Cowboy, Hyper Hyper. It is fresh. It is different. It is cool. It is awesome. My kids love it. I love it. I've, I might have listened to it 200 times this year. And I don't think I'm exaggerating because I've listened, you know, there's some days that the kids want to hear it a couple of times and I'll just play it like four or five times in a row. And then when I get in the car, it's just the first thing that I ask for. It's just the first song. For a long time, it was Ludens. Because uh, I've got, I don't think there's an Alexa around me. So I've got an Alexa in the car because we've got like a connected house because we're fancy. Um, but yeah, I jump in the car and I say, Alexa, play Hyper Hyper by Eskimo Cowboy every time. It's just such a cool song. And it makes me laugh. And it's heavy. And it's awesome. Well done, Eskimo Cowboy. Uh, big fan. And that's it. That wraps up the Rogan Josh Music Awards for 2020 and the first episode of the Alt Music Podcast. And now that we're at the end, I might just talk about the podcast. So right now I'm planning on it being weekly, but I've started it at the end of the year. <laughs> I think that, yeah, so what's next Tuesday, the 29th? So I'm going to be recording on Tuesday nights. I'm actually, uh, this is going to be replacing my game streaming. So this is, I guess this is kind of a, a weird but appropriate time to announce, I guess I'm uh, retiring <laughs> from game streaming. I've been streaming for two and a half years. Uh, the first six months was more kind of just messing around, experimenting. I had no idea what I was doing. I did it on and off. I wasn't consistent. It was an absolute mess. I didn't have the equipment. I didn't have good internet. Um, I think the first two months of, that I streamed consistently on Tuesdays, uh, I wasn't watching the streams back and they weren't watchable because the internet was so bad that they were a pixelated mess. So uh, it took me, I had a few months off once I realized that everything was just terrible. So I did like six months in 2018 of streaming from Xbox. And then in 2019, so in 2018, I was playing uh, PUBG on Xbox, Fortnite, World War II, Call of Duty. Uh, and streaming that, and then a bit of Assassin's Creed Unity, and that's when I started getting better at streaming, when I was streaming Assassin's Creed, and then 2019, I streamed Destiny, uh, oh yeah, it was the year that I really became a streamer, I got my setup uh, all good, I was streaming from PS4, but I kind of optimized it at a green screen, I had uh, my Blue Yeti plugged in, it was like the best quality you can get out of a native PS4, uh, stream setup. I actually bought the PS4 Pro to play Destiny with my friends, um, my old clan, uh, and so yeah, streamed it for a year. I think I had some time off in the middle of the year, but came back to it. And then at the end of 2019, I burnt out because I had just done too much Destiny. All I was doing was playing Destiny, watching Destiny streamers, and listening to Destiny podcasts, and I couldn't do it anymore. So I switched over to a little game called Anthem, and then Anthem became my game. And it was the most successful that I was as a streamer while I was playing Anthem. So I played for about the first six months of 2020. I was an Anthem streamer exclusively. And it was the best and most successful streaming time that I had. Uh, Anthem was hated 
as a game and I came into it well after it had already completely died. Uh, and the community that was left was just a very small but passionate community of Anthem players. So whenever I streamed, there was only like three other people streaming and people would just kind of flock in there. I My stream was pretty good quality, so I got a fair few viewers and I really enjoyed that. But then I finished the game and I just could not continue the grind. So I went back to Destiny and I was a Destiny streamer for the second half of this year up until the new expansion just came out, Beyond Light. And I was going real hard on Destiny and really enjoying it, but uh, then just burnt out again. And then over the last month, I've been like, for the last two months, I was experimenting with streaming and doing all kinds of things. And I just kind of realized that nothing was working because it wasn't right for me. So going to call it a day for a while on game streaming. Um, and it gives me an opportunity to do the podcast. Uh, and right now, music's everything I'm doing. You know, I've been so passionate about music uh, since year five. Since I found Offspring and Corn followed the leader, I've been all in on music. It's been a super important part of my life throughout. Uh, and then being part of the band was my life for eight years. Uh, and music's just continued to be one of the one of the pillars of who I am, really, the, the kind of music that I enjoy. So being able to do a podcast about music, I'm so happy to be able to do it. I'm hoping uh, to continue it this year. Um, and as I said, this is the, the first episode is really just a test. <laughs> Can I record it? Can I edit it? Can I upload it? Will it work? How long is it going to be? Can I talk for this long? Uh, which is why I didn't drag anyone else in. But after this week, I will be interviewing guests, chatting with friends, uh, people from different bands, talking about music, doing reviews, all kinds of stuff. So I hope you'll join me and subscribe and follow the podcast. And this year, in the way that 2019 was the year of streaming, 2020 was the year of YouTube and reactions, I'm hoping that 2021 is my year of the podcast because it just seems to make sense to me. I'm very excited to get into it. Uh, and I, from the sound of it, I'm going to wrap it up here. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, my biggest hope is that this is sometime years from now that you're listening to this and the podcast has gone incredibly well and you've come back to hear what the first podcast was like. And hopefully this wasn't too terrible for you to have to listen to. But thank you guys again so much. Uh, I will be uploading podcasts on Wednesdays. I'll be recording them on Tuesdays, uploading them that night, and they should appear on all services on Wednesdays. So keep an eye out. I will see you next week. Have a great week. All right, thanks, guys.